0: Hello and welcome to the RPG Academy's show and tell. This is the show where we bring on cool guests to talk about the cool things that they're working on. And tonight's cool guest is me. Jake, let me do my thing. <laughs> okay, All right. It sorry. is the it Seidenberg is, it is brothers. <laughs> and the cool thing that we're going to be talking about is anecdotal dope. And specifically, the special Dungeons and Dragons episodes of anecdotal dope. So, Jake, everybody knows. Jake, say hello. Hello, I'm Jake. Why do we know you, Jake? Because I am the star
1: of <laughs> yes. the RPG Academy presents Twitch streams <laughs> of Waterdeep Dragon Heist and the <sighs> Gossosome. And I'm Tom's best friend.
0: Yeah, oh, gosh. Okay, yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and then uh, the Ceedenburg that our listeners may not know is John. Welcome, John.
2: Oh, I think I'm here just to dispel all of the (laughs) lies and bullcrap that my brother has spouted so far on your
0: beloved podcast. (laughs) It's going to be, (laughs) this is going to be, this is going to be interesting. This is like some weird fantasy episode where we have like evil Seidenberg and then good (laughs) Seidenberg. Which is which? Which is which? We will never know. But John, you're the, you're one of the hosts for Anecdotal Note, right?
2: Yes, I yes I am the I'm the the main squeeze on that I guess, and then I have my co-host Laura, uh, and we do a, a weekly podcast talking about uh, the I mean anecdotal dote boils down to storytelling idiots, so that's essentially what we are.
0: You're are that that's basically Dungeons and Dragons. Emphasis so, on be- the idiot. <laughs> yes. So before you were even doing Dungeons and Dragons podcast, you know you were already basically doing it.
2: Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so. But John, so for the listeners who don't know you, other than like the being the host of Anecdotal Dote, tell us a little bit about, about yourself and how you decided to, hey, let's go ahead and start a podcast.
2: Well, um, so so many good questions. Um well I i'm a I'm a theater person. um I've grown up in the theater and love performing and when i I moved, I'm originally from Kentucky and I moved to Maine two years ago, three years ago this august and i uh, I had always wanted to do a podcast because I was like, there aren't enough podcasts in the world. Of My course. voice needs to be out there uh, and so. I'd always wanted to do one, but I, I couldn't figure out what the hook was. And then I met my my co-host, my really good friend Laura, and we were working. Uh, I'm a I'm an associate producer, producing associate for a, a professional theater company up here in Maine. Um, my house is like a mile and a half from Stephen King's. It's
0: very cool. That is cool. See if you'll see if you'll do Dungeons and Dragons with us. Yeah, <laughs> that would be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on the door. Hey, hey, Stephen, what's up? All Although right, no. I would I would want him
2: to be a dungeon master because <laughs> okay. I feel like he would come up with some insane stuff. Because fun fact, Bangor, which is where I'm living, is the inspiration for uh Derry from the it films or from the it the book. Um so that's mm. uh there's a a lot of Bangor's history goes into the story of, of it, which is really fascinating. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I met, I met Laura and loved, uh, loved her and we, we got along really well. And then, uh, we were just, spitballing one day because i i just was telling her all these crazy stories and she was and she was kind enough to listen while not rolling her eyes and then she was like you should have a podcast and i was like oh i, I think i should too and then um then a friend of ours was listening and was like yeah and you could call it anecdotal dote because it's just two idiots telling stories and i was like perfect and so from then on history was history was made
0: Nice. And then recently, Jake, let's ask you this. So recently, there's been some Dungeons and Dragons episodes on the anecdotal note, Correct. It's true. Yes. And that's one of the reasons that I really wanted to have you both on to talk about these because they're good. All right. And yes, we bring on guests to talk about cool things, but also we want to make sure that they're good things. Okay. And these are good. And, but Jake, how did it? What, is, what did it what did what was that like where John's like, Hey, uh hey Jake, would you mind coming on my podcast and running some Dungeons and Dragons? How'd that go?
1: I have been harping on John to do this for, like, ever. And, like, it got to the point where I was going to try and trick him into playing. (laughs) My sister bought me, uh, for Christmas one year, the Storm King's Thunder, like, campaign book. And so, Mm -hmm. like, we're just sitting in the couch waiting for Christmas dinner to be cooked. And I just started reading. I was like, okay, you're here. What do you do? And, of course, there's no character sheets, no nothing. And, of course, he didn't take it super serious because he kind of – he knew what was going on. So that, that was my first try to, you know, jab him into playing. And so, you know, after he moved up to Maine, I was like, this is probably never going to happen. And then he had my mom on his podcast, which is a really funny episode um, for Mother's Day. And so um, then I was like, hey, maybe I'm going to get on the podcast. And sure enough, whenever this uh, coronavirus pandemic broke out, he was like, hey, do you want to come on and talk about games? Because I know you do a lot of board game stuff, not to mention the RPG stuff. And so, and he said, after we do the anecdota dot episode, we will play uh, a session of Dungeons and Dragons. And of course, uh, I was super excited. It, uh, he let me bring on Lizzie, so Lizzie could sort of help guide him in the right direction, okay. so he wasn't just totally out there. Uh, and of course, Lizzie is my wife. If you don't watch the regular stream, to know that she's my biggest fan.
0: she's the one on twitch all the time like our very very loyal it's so funny that we will always say that we will always have at least two viewers jake's wife and my wife (laughs) they are there it is like it is both the best thing but also it is like the it is both the best thing and the saddest thing at the same time (laughs) uh
1: but yeah so uh we, we got on and and he loved it he had a lot of fun and so i was like oh my gosh this is this is the start we're finally gonna have some brother brother bonding here with some <laughs> dungeons and dragons and so we did the second episode and of course uh the second episode we had some technical difficulties but i think still overall it was really really fun and so i'm just got my i'm just sitting here waiting for episode three because okay. i'm so psyched
0: <laughs> yeah perfect well I guess one of the things I also want to ask you all about is, so John, you're into you're into theater, mm-hmm. and I feel like, and I know that that is such a common thread with a lot of people who play Dungeons and Dragons is that they were at one time into theater or in theater now. And Jake, you were also in theater. I was. You all have a very interesting uh, relationship with theater. With your, it's like a it's a family thing for you. you all right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Our parents are. My mom is a, or our mom is a scenic artist, and my, our father is. Uh, he does scenic design. He does lights. He does sound. He does all of it. And so, uh, and he owns and then,
1: a theater company now.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then four four years ago, we were like, oh my gosh, all of us because I I can direct and I can, uh, I can design and I can I can do puppetry. I can do all kinds of stuff. And then like just the 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 talent pool in the family it was like why aren't we producing so we opened a dinner theater in uh in williamstown uh that this was you know before the apocalypse hit that was uh <laughs> it would it would have been our, our our fifth season this year
0: oh wow that's it i didn't i think i think jake may have mentioned that you all had the dinner theater
2: yeah and jacob that was jacob uh jacob was in the first production he was charlie brown and you're a good man charlie
1: brown. that's I had, right I had to
2: shave my beard and everything
0: I think that's, I remember that. You told me that you were Charlie Brown. And then for whatever reason, I thought you were the cat in the hat. I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember that. It's a super random thought. But I think that's, that's, that's like super cool. Have you all played with your Dungeon Dragons with your parents at all?
1: Oh my goodness. So my mom is super (laughs) against it.
0: Okay, so hold on. I want to hear this story again because I know where this is going. I can't believe it. So Jake has told this story before when Jake was on detention, but all right. Tell us again, why have you not played Dungeons & Dragons with your parents?
1: (laughs) So there was this, okay, we didn't have television growing up. Because one day, me and my brother were watching Power Rangers. And my mom came in, and we were beating the living crap out of each other. And so my mom was like, no more TV. So she got the cable shut off, right? And this is like super young. You know, We we were really little. And so from then on, no TV, right? So when we wake up on Saturday everybody else is watching saturday morning cartoons right you know and mm-hmm. of course me and john we would run to the radio and we would turn on 93.3 christian radio and there was this like radio drama called adventures in odyssey
2: we were born in 1912 by the way
1: <laughs> And so we would listen to this radio drama. Um, and basically it was, you know, they had Christian values and it was like little kitschy stories and whatever. But like this one week, they were like, this guy came on who was like the CEO of, of the whole company or whatever. And he's Dr. like, Dr. James Dobson. I'm Dr. James Dobson. And this is a very important episode of, of the show. You should not listen to it without your parents because it is frightening beyond all belief. So go get them and listen to this. Don't do it alone. I, I dare you not to do it alone. So we we ran and got mom, and we listened to the whole thing. And, of course, it's like a two-part episode. And I let Lizzie listen to this. You can find it online, okay? Uh, if you just search Adventures in Odyssey Dungeons & Dragons episode, oh, I'm sure word. it will come up. But basically – The the real short gist of it is, like, there's these two kids, and, like, one of them lives with his mom and dad, and then his cousin, who's the other kid, comes to live with them, and apparently the cousin's been getting into some scary stuff, and so they brought him here so he could, you know, have a positive influence, and the stuff he's been getting into is role-playing (laughs) game and so he ends up like and this is way more akin to larping than it is role-playing games but he like takes them out into the woods and they have these plastic swords and they're like they're hitting them awesome well they're hitting them against each other and you're hearing the plastic sword sound effect and he's like screaming at him like you have to believe and then like you hear metal on metal and it like as a kid you're like oh my gosh what is happening and then so by the end of the whole thing they're literally summoning satan like they're they're in the woods, there's like a bonfire, they're like there's a seance, and like the the one really religious, righteous character, he's like having a force moment, like on the other side of town where he's like, Oh my, my soul, something bad is happening, and like runs out to the woods and he like destroys the Dungeons and Dragons rule book or whatever, and like ceases this whole thing coming into existence, or whatever. So from then on, my mom was like, No way. I don't want to hear anything about role-playing games. And, of course, me and John were like, I agree. Like, I don't want any part of what this mess is. I'm not
2: summoning the devil with plastic swords in the woods. Not going to happen.
1: And I I remember even in high school, like people were like, hey, man, you you should come play Dungeons & Dragons with us. And it turned out at the time... They were separately asking my wife the same thing. And this is before I had met my wife. And so, like, if we both would have said yes, we would have met each other, like, way sooner. Like, And I always thought that was crazy. But um, we both said no because we both were, like, deadly afraid of it. And then finally I joined the Geek Squad and met Caleb, your brother. Mm. And uh, that's when I actually started playing, playing.
0: My brother, Yes causing you my brother dragging you down into the, the the depths of satan so john how many how many how many demons have you summoned since you've been playing
2: um well i i i mean i will say i have a very small apartment up here in maine and before i thought it was small and now i just i i've got to like push through crowds to get to the shower in the uh, morning yeah
0: it's, it happens to the best of us. But I, w-
2: I would like to go on record and say I that radio show, I still listen to it today. I'm an atheist and I am a almost 30-year-old man now. And I still <laughs> will listen to this Bible radio show because it's not – that's like the – that's the only really crazy episode I can remember listening to. Like it, it that was – that just came out of nowhere that they were like, you know what? Let's scare the crap out of these kids and make sure that they never – Roleplay play ever again, but this was also the. It was also the same group that had also they had released a uh, a, a magazine uh, article about how uh, Harry Potter was was the devil and how and i I remember there was there were examples in the article about like uh little kids um like trying to put hexes on their teachers because they would given them bad grades and because of that and in my mind i'm like no that's the parent's fault for not teaching their kid the difference between fiction and nonfiction that's not that's not jk rowling's fault for for writing fantasy you know so it's it's craziness
0: i i grew up in a very very similar household and so that is you listening to you all other people tell these stories is very <laughs> is very is very good for me all right so but so you have this you've got this podcast it's it's a very conversational and storytelling podcast so john what was the what was the jump then when did you decide like I, I want to let's let's play some Dungeons and dragons and let's record why did you want to do that
2: well i like as a fellow podcaster i'm sure you can recognize like i like I, You like to have segments and you Mm -hmm. like to have things to, you know, break up, you know, to where it's not just two people just telling stories for, you know, however long, because that's the other thing. My podcast is is the longest episode we have, I, I think is 50 minutes. And that's because I had a legitimate hollywood actor on um and i was like i don't she's telling stories about um mr rogers and she was an original founding member of stomp and she was in the the marvels she was in both of the last avengers films um so i was like i i'm not deleting a second of this interview yeah. with her because it's incredible and uh but all the rest of them are less than 30 minutes because i you know i'm not famous nobody knows who i am i just want it to be get in get out i think and, you're uh, famous Thank you. You Um, will be
0: famous when we drop this episode.
2: (laughs) But, uh, but no, I, I, like, as we were, as we were going through it, I was trying to find new segments of things that could be interesting. And so what I had told Jacob originally was, you know, we'll do the interview and then the second half of the episode will be us playing DD for the first time. And we ended up like, and it went so much longer than I thought it was going to go that first, that first one. And I was like, I'm going to break this up into two parts uh because I, I was like this is first of all because i was like i'm gonna edit so much like i because i i like that my dungeon dragons episodes i edit out a lot of the minutiae and like the 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 dice rolling and you know the dead air that's mm. in there but i also i add cinematic music into it i add sound effects i try and make it um it's not it's not so highbrow that it's like a it's full on radio play but it's it's definitely it's more than just listening to three people play Dungeons and Dragons um so so because of that I was like I need I need more time with this so we we cut it in two and then um but it, it was just that thing of like I needed a new segment and I was like and I knew that Jacob had wanted me to to play for years and so I was like I was like he's coming on my podcast let's make this happen so it just it happened to work out that way brotherly love
0: the other thing i think is because a lot of our listeners uh know jake and they know how jake um is as a player and jake has run a few games for us on a stream but listening to the these anecdotal dungeons and dragons episodes they will actually get to hear jake in his full glory is that right jake
1: yes as a dm where i was meant to be
0: Where you are meant to be, you know, where you are not taking, you know, backseat to me, you know, (laughs) playing my, you know, as my, my right hand man. But well, you're Lizzie, actually
1: she always says it's part of my God complex, and, and that's like that's why it's really hard to have fun at a table playing anymore for me, but like because you let me get away with so much Tom, like i I can still enjoy playing as yes. a player with you, but like anywhere else, it's just like I need more control. I need to have control of where this narrative is going. yes,
0: it is a complex so um, <laughs> I, but so. So then I guess, John, what was your what was your first experience like playing Dungeons and Dragons, not as a podcaster, but as a player?
2: I felt so overwhelmed at first because I was given this, like, earlier in the day before we started recording, Jacob was asking me questions, like, here you have two choices in a, uh, and uh, a species. These are your two options of their job or whatever. And so I ended up, I ended up picking <laughs> wizard yes, because...
1: species and job. Everybody knows. That's the first
2: two <laughs> things you pick in Dungeon can Drug. Can you, can you tell that I have not, I'm, I'm still a <laughs> newbie to all of this? Um, oh my word. But, but uh, but he was like he so i picked wizard and then with that what am what am i you're an elf Oh. I'm a- oh. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: did oh you think you God. were
2: i thought i was a wizard you're a wizard elf Elf is oh not a- <laughs> oh i was right then never mind <laughs> oh my gosh Yes, I'm your a species elf. is elf and your job is wizard. <laughs> Thank you. That's how I needed that broken down for me. But uh, so, like, he gives me the character sheet and I'm like, oh my God, there's like a whole story to this person. I barely know them. Yeah. And then I found out because, because with the thing, it was like, you because i i spend all of my time like in the in the towers becoming a learned person i'm i'm not i'm basically i'm very book smart but not street smart and so, and then i learned the edit feature in the roll 20 uh, app and so i i added because we were in the middle of quarantine so i added the reason why i have never set eyes on another living being is because i was born during corona and i i and i was in quarantine for all of my life until i finally was released into the real world um and then and then and I foolishly made my character's voice sound like a ninety-year-old man, which oh, made no sense.
0: Oh no! Yeah,
2: and the second I pulled it out, because I was like, "What does a what does a wizard elf sound like?" And then this voice came out, and all of them were like, "What on earth is that voice?" And I was like, "I'm sticking with it," but I was I w- I felt really overwhelmed. And then we, uh, <laughs> the further we got into it, and then I realized that, like, oh, I can literally do anything. With this, like with this character, I, I, you know, it, it was so, f- like, it was so freeing, and it was so cool to be able to, to like, I don't like, like, in, in improv, which is, I, I love doing improv theater. Like, you, it's always like say yes and, and mm-hmm. so it, you're you're agreeing and you're contributing, and so with. With this, it was everyone is agreeing by being in the game and by, you know, being in the world of the game. And then everyone is contributing. So it's like, oh, my gosh, this is not this is the perfect example of the first left, you know, the first lesson of improv. And so that was that was that felt really familiar to me. And so it was, you know, I had said to you before we started recording that I I had never felt like welcomed into into like D and D because it seems so complicated and so difficult. And Jacob does knock a lot of the rules to the side in my in my learning all of this stuff. But it has it has shown me how um how how easy it and how fun it actually can be. And it really opened it up for me and for my listeners too.
1: Well and you make yeah. a really great point, John, and I think this is something that Tom he he tries to really give it whenever he DMs uh, session one or zero, whatever you want to call it. I-, I always remember him saying this. And I think this is a good lesson for just people playing D and D or any role playing game is you should always add, you should never take away. You don't want to take away somebody else's because at improv, like you don't do that. You don't take away what somebody contributed to make it, you know, your way. It should always be yes. And you should be adding to that story. And I think that's something that Tom really helps foster in his players. Uh, and I hope that I help foster that in my players as well. And I hope <laughs> all D and DMs will strive to subscribe to the "yes and"
0: mentality. Uh, so, it's so true, Jake. That is my that is my mantra. You know, I rem- I still remember what was it? We we recently played a game. Recently, I'm sure you're when I'm talking about this, you know exactly where I'm talking about. Where I'm like, it was all my. My well-experienced players, players that I have played with so many times, like they have, I have their trust and they have my trust. I know them well. So at one point I'm just yelling across the table, stop taking away from my story, add to it. And there it was, but yes, always add to the story. You know, we can do all sorts of stuff. So let's just do more.
2: Well, at the the beginning, like my first, I I first kind of tested that strength. Like we, like, like me and Lizzie, who was, who's like a short, fat, um, she's um, a dwarf cleric, dwarf (laughs) cleric. There you go. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) see species and occupation um but uh but so she and i are like going out on this quest or whatever and we go up we we come across a a broken wagon and then the we get attacked by uh by what goblins and like so i was like oh my god fight scene and then we finish it and then for some weird reason because i was like in my mind i was like my character does not has never like interacted with anyone before and i feel like he's a little psycho because he's grown up without any interaction with anybody and so in my mind i was like he's a learned guy he's he's gonna be like like into like performing experiments on these dead goblin bodies and so i i started going into this thing of like oh i'm gonna perform reverse cesarean sections on all of these goblins and stuff them into one another um and that was my first time like i was like really testing the limits of what what was possible and when when jacob was like you could do that but that's not what your goal is and then i was like I was like, I, I'm not being told no, I legitimately could, and I haven't. And it's actually, it's, I feel at some point my character is going to have to do it because the character, he just, he's become so, every time we, we defeat someone in a battle, like the, his mind immediately goes to how big are they? Will they fit into
0: one of the larger things? So I don't know. <laughs> it's so, it's, that's so funny that you say that. I think what's so important for, for games is that you do foster this relationship at the table where players do feel comfortable just doing whatever. And I think what's so important for new players, for dungeons and for um, DMs to kind of communicate that it is okay to do whatever you want and it is okay to break the fiction of the game because we're telling a crazy story. But where the dungeon master comes in is when the players try to break the mechanics of the game. So what I tell my players is, do whatever you want, and if at any time what you're about to do is going to break a fundamental rule of the game, that's when I will tell you no or let's try something different so i'm not gonna just say like you can't just be like uh yes like a strange gargoyle in the night my back sprouts wings and now i can fly and i'm like well (laughs) hold on here let's let's talk about this for a second like no you can't do that so so i think yeah that's yeah it's like just you just got to do as a player john john you're a new player i'm gonna give you some advice please you know? just, <laughs> clearly just, i need it just, all right especially because I, you're gonna be playing at jake's table and i want you <laughs> to just, <laughs> okay all right so this is what you're gonna do all right just like you you're saying just do whatever you want and then jake is gonna tell you like jake's he's the dungeon master it's just his role to say like oh no or let's let's approach that a little bit different so it's 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 so much it's so easy to be a player sometimes just do some crazy stuff.
2: Well, he, yeah, in the first step, it was so infuriating because I, I will say, like, going back to, like, your original question of, like, how did I feel, like, throughout the whole thing, I was, like, having fun, and then when we got to the end of the first episode, it ended on, like, a Game of Thrones-level cliffhanger, and- I'm so like, good at cliffhangers in D&D. <laughs> and when it got there, like, because we were going to keep recording, and then I was like, I was like, no, this is the perfect place to end it because it's, like, high-stakes- oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? And, like, because I felt that playing it, I was like, "I this is the perfect way to end this first episode. And it was, like, I was so, like... I was like, oh, my God, I cannot wait to find out what happens next. And then when we went to go record the second episode, which was like two or three months later, I legitimately was like freaking out. Like I was getting an adrenaline rush because I was like, I have no freaking clue how I'm going to make it out of this next situation alive. And I was just.
0: uh... (laughs) My lights just flickered. I'm like in the middle of a hurricane right now.
2: (laughs) There's a person standing behind you now, but never mind that. Um, but, but, yeah, it' just I was freaking out about I was so nervous, and then I was like, oh my gosh, like i'm I'm into this like i'm I'm like full into this now, so it was it was really fun to do,
0: yeah, listening to your all's podcast, so the second i i like i want to talk about it, but I don't want to spoil anything. like you need to go listen to it, but Jake, I will say this why Jake is a Jake does this so much better than I do as a as a dungeon master is he is so much better at emotionally hurting the players like 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 i just like i'm like oh no i want him to feel good about everything we, there's jake uses the monsters and the creatures and that oh, i want to talk about the wolf and i'm just like but i'm not going to like, it's it's like I'm, I'm listening to it i'm like no jake why would you do that to them well i think i think the best not too
2: spoilery example of what a ruthless game master jacob is is um there's a funeral in the second episode and and our characters are really sad about this funeral that we're we're doing and so and jacob is just straight laced in the whole thing and we're like okay um we're gonna take his body and put it on on this this campfire and then jacob is like and now you smell burnt goblin and it was like what and it just straight laced the smell of burnt goblin fills the cave and it was like what and then and then lizzie was like oh and i these silks that i just found i draped them over over his his body to make it look nice. And then he's like, and now the smell of burnt silk covers the smell of burnt goblin. <laughs> and, then, and then we're like, oh, we've got these bronze pieces we just found. We'll put them over his eyes because that's what you do for dead people in this time. And then he's like, and then you just burned your hands <laughs> trying to put coins on a dead goblin. And so it was like, the fact that he... Like he took what we gave, but he just like no holds barred was just like boom! I'm gonna smack yeah. you in the face, with and it this. makes
0: such a better story.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! And it's like as, as someone who is because our podcast is is very much slanted towards mm-hmm. comedy, so it's like having because Jacob, Jacob, I I think Jacob and I play off each other really well comedically, and so being able to to know that that I've got that he's going to come jabbing at me. And there are 10, there are much worse emotional digs he does at us, but I don't want to give anything away. Um, but, uh, but it's so, it's so much fun to be like in the game with him because even though he's not a, he's a character, but he's not, he's not, a playing character, if that makes sense. By being the dungeon master the way that he does it, it's like you're interacting with the narrator in a way that's really fun.
0: So Jake, as a, you run a lot of games, just all the time, but so what is it like, and you play in podcast games, but what's it like recording and being the dungeon master for a, a recorded product? Do you approach it differently? Do you now understand my pain?
1: Yes, yeah, so I, what I try to do different, and I, I don't know. I feel like this is something I shouldn't just do different for a recording, but like I, I'm sure you understand the same pain, and I'm sure any DMs listening will also understand the pain when it comes to combat, and you're playing with experienced people. Like combat gets less cinematic and more like transactional, it does i move here i have ac this he attacks he rolls a 12 he misses next person and what i've been trying to do and i think hopefully i i lend john some help whenever he does like because he adds a lot of cinematic sound effects and stuff and so i really hope that i've made it slightly easier is i try to go the matthew mercer uh <laughs> route of combat where yes there is that transactional bit but for every slash, every hit, there is a a visual description of what the character is doing. Mm. Uh, so instead of oh, he's going to hit you with his mace, oh, he missed. It's he's going to pull back his mace and give you a mean snarl as he slides to try and hit you right in the center of your chest. But oh, you, he misses. So you you jump back quickly and you feel the the breath of it pass in front of you quickly, and so. John is able to take in and say, okay, I need a swooshing sound effect. I need a jump back sound effect. And it it lends more of a cinematic feel when technically I could be doing this for all my players and give them that same experience, you know, minus the sound effects, but that visual where you can close your eyes and picture what's happening rather than, oh, he gets hit. Uh, no, oh, it's your turn now.
0: That's so important. I think it's going to tie into my next question to John, but just the whole idea of just you're doing this for a audio audience. And so you need to express yourself in a way that is drift so that their ears are understanding what is actually happening at the table. And I think when we first started doing our stuff, Jake, it was we have definitely gotten so much better. We used to do so many visual gags that did – because it's it's <laughs> us. We're, we're playing games and stuff. So it, Well, we are also live streaming. We are live streaming. But we've it's, – it's one of those things where – just doing that more descriptive elements just adds so much and john you were even mentioned earlier where jake's talking about the smells and just describing smells and the senses it just adds so much but john what's editing like for a dungeons and dragons podcast because you're all's podcast is super edited
2: Yes, it's incredibly edited because it's, it's, because we'll record for an hour and a half. Notice that pat episode. on the back,
0: incredibly
2: edited. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, yeah, we'll record for like an hour and a half and then I, I narrow it down to like 40 minutes, 30, 30, 40 minutes. And, uh, and it's, it's definitely an undertaking. Like I, I, I have to make sure that I like, whenever we record them there's at least 2 mm-hmm. weeks between between us recording it and it it being uploaded to to drop because it's it takes so much time to to make sure that you know cuz not only to make sure that the the music is right or that the the sound effects are correct and that you know the the characters are balanced right and then also like almost ha- half of our first episode is in a cave and then the most of almost the entire second half Uh, second episode is in the is in that cave still so it's like being able to add in those those um those sound effects to the voice to make it sound like you're in a cave and so like that's all very important but then also for me because it's geared towards comedy is making sure that it's not it's not dragging anywhere and to and 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 in some places because i mean it is a dnd game so there are going to be points where you can't you can't completely eliminate some of the the downtime but to be able to take out big chunks of that i think really helps it helps propel the story forward but it also makes it a lot more interesting to listen to um and it it keeps the comedy coming which is which for me is the most important part of doing those episodes is because it's if it's not funny and that because that's that's one of our big things of the podcast is it's all about you know fun
0: yeah, it's definitely it comes through in your um cuz they they are they're they're relatively short. I I can't remember but I I don't think they really go over 40 minutes. Even if,
2: No, I don't I don't believe so. I think I think the longest
0: one is I, I will pull it up
2: and tell you
1: right it's now. Like it's like 38. It's like the the second one and the first one might be like 22. That's, that's
0: like the perfect podcast in just my opinion just because that's like the that's the commute listening podcast where it's like you could listen to half of it on your way to work and listen to the other half on your way home or if you got a really long one that you could just listen to the whole thing there uh yeah 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 it's 36 and
2: 38 are the the lengths of both of them, um, and they go they go pretty quick, and yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you because it's like I said earlier, like I'm not a celebrity, so people don't care, you know, and and so many podcasts are like four hours long. It's like you know, I I I've never listened to a Joe Rogan podcast, and I never will, just because who has time to dedicate all of that time to him. Well, if there's anything know?
1: important, it'll be in the news anyway.
2: That's- <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. So it's and, and I I'm a huge fan of Conan O'Brien's podcast and his thing is like they're in and out in an hour. Yes. And they don't go on for long and and so it's I I was inspired by that by that idea of get in, get out. And and cuz like with our with our normal episodes, some of our episodes are 15 minutes, some of them are 35 minutes. So it's it's if there's if there's if there's a wealth of material i don't i don't i don't mind it going longer but i the, i do mind it cuz we will record some episodes for 3 hours you know our normal podcast episode but i edit that down to 20 minutes and so i for me it's about getting the best out there because you know, you're asking people to 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 give up their time, whether it's a commute or whether it's you know, I have a I have a one of my coworkers, she lives in Pennsylvania, she listens, she's uh she's in her early 70s and she listens on her walks every day, um and uh, so it's it's I I try and keep in mind of like you know I I want it to be something people enjoy and not something that people are um feel as a burden yeah or an obligation <laughs> yeah
0: I totally get that so right now so the antidotal dough it's a correct me if i'm wrong but it's a weekly release correct yes so you're weekly releasing podcast so there's tons you got tons of backlog to go through and listen to and then currently you have two episodes devoted to dungeons or three if you count jake's interview that he did with you correct
2: <laughs> yeah 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 we uh his his episode um th- my recommendation if you're gonna start listening um uh, season two and three are much better than season that's one that's how it is with um, all as, podcasts oh exactly <laughs> every podcast the first unless unless you are like you know matt gorley podcast your first episodes are never gonna be great um but uh but yeah it's uh, uh jacob's episode is anecdotal games that's when that's where he's on being interviewed uh with his wife and then um the uh, they're they're both labeled uh I, I, it's, uh, um, the Lost I Mines it's a Lost Minds of Fandelver. Yes. Lost Minds of yes. Fandelver part 1 and 2. Um super yeah they're 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 yeah I'm very proud of them and I, I can't wait to do part and 3. if
1: anybody <laughs> has already played or watched somebody else play Lost Minds of Fandelver don't worry this is like no run of lost minds of fandover you have ever
0: heard or seen before in your entire life it, this is totally true and as somebody who loves i love that so much it is the adventure like i started playing dungeons and dragons because of that i was at you all know i was at comic book world you know when i lived down in kentucky and i went to comic book world and i saw this box and the guy behind the counter was like trying to sell him and he's like hey you should buy this box i was like Oh, uh, whatever, I'll buy this box. And then I started reading through it and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna play this. And so I have ran it multiple times. I love it so much. And so listening to Jake and John and Lizzie, you all you all play. And so I think I know what's gonna happen. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, this is ah, oh, this is when this goblin shows up. <laughs> or like this, oh, here's this trap. And then listening to how Jake subverts it or does it differently, I'm like, I'm like, whoa, okay, wasn't expecting that.
2: Or when I just do something stupid, um, I, I would say if you know Lost Minds of Fandelver, you will get a major kick out of the fact that, like, you'll be like, oh, I know where this story's supposed to go. And then I do the exact opposite wrong thing. <laughs> um, <so> I, I, <laughs> and the number of times that after it's happened, I've been like, are you freaking kidding me? I just did this whole extra amount of work for nothing. nothing?
0: It ha- It happens to the best of us. <laughs> but as we, as we start to wrap up, John, where can we, where can we, we've talked about what the podcast is called, but where can we find you on social media or where can we find the podcast?
2: Uh, podcast. It's on. Um, we're on. Um, Spotify. We're on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. Um, and it's the Anecdotal Dote. D o t e is how you spell Dote for us. Um, we didn't realize until after we had made all the marketing materials that the proper Dote we were looking for is D o l t. Mm. So that just proves what idiots we are. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. So you can you can find us on there. You can also uh, we have a we have a a newly budding instagram that is also the anecdotal dote uh on instagram as
0: well perfect and uh uh, jake where can we find you on social media uh
1: let's see i i have a twitter (laughs) but uh the only reason i made it is so i could tweet htc Vive and complain about their controllers (laughs) um uh no i have one follower it's my brother
0: um i don't have a twitter account anymore so you lost uh, me i don't even have one <laughs> oh my word i, I deleted my twitter <laughs> no you can obviously if you want to get more of jake you can tune into our streams then also jake straight oh, video games i
1: do i stream on twitch yeah, I do. Oh god i can plug okay uh you can watch me on the rpg academy uh every other wednesday not this wednesday well actually i don't know when this is gonna release Maybe <laughs> this Wednesday. just check our our thing um and then also tuesday nights I stream video games with another person from the RPG Academy uh, podcast, uh, Alex. And uh, coming up, we're going to stream with Tom <laughs> as well some Overwatch. Oh, so okay. that'll be fun. If
0: y'all want to watch me play Overwatch and watch Jake and Alex carry me to victory, you all can tune in on <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> so, but uh, no, uh, John and Jake, thank you so much for for joining me tonight. Before we, final thing though, before we go, is there Anything else John that you want to tell us about the anecdotal dote
2: my goodness um listen I guess <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I mean I mean listen and let us know what you think of you know even if you just listened to those those Dungeons and dragons episodes let us know what you think about it because it's the funny thing was is that when we made the first one I was like I don't know if anyone's gonna listen and it got better Better downloads than our other episodes were airing at that point, and then the second episode exploded uh, as well uh, so I was like, oh I've got to keep making these because people are listening to them um, and so I especially after talking to you all tonight, I can't wait to do the third episode because it's it's gonna be like I can't wait to jump back into that again I can't wait and
1: if you're a fan of of brotherly love and you want to keep the relationship between me and my brother <laughs> on healthy standards. <laughs> Just listen and tell them more Dungeons and Dragons so I can spend more time with my brother. <laughs> that's, that's
0: that's all that's all that they need. That's it's all, all I, on you, listener. It's all on you, listener. So definitely, listeners, go check out the anecdotal note. And that's where we're gonna end it tonight. And as always, this has been Tom and do not forget, if you're having fun, you're doing, you're it, doing right. it right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you.
2: Thank you.